Welcome to the Bulletproof Dental Practice Podcast, where your hosts, Dr. Peter Bolden and Dr. Craig Spodak, help you go next level with your practice, leveraging the four pillars that make a practice bulletproof. Vision, building a dream team, marketing ninja, and financial freedom. Now, let's get into it. Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of the Bulletproof Dental Practice Podcast, and I'm really fired up today to be here with my good buddy Jarek Robbins joining us from San Diego, and look at those pearly whites, and my co-host Dr. Peter Bolden in Atlanta. How's everybody doing? Doing good, pal. Doing good. Hey, very well, very well. It's sun shining outside, and we are happy about that. Yeah, well, it's always uh, sunny in San Diego. So a little bit about Jarek Robbins. He has a, he's got a mission to help uh, business uh, professionals like us by coaching them and bringing them to the highest level of peak performance. And you're also a best-selling author from the book, Live It, Achieve It, Success by Living With Purpose, keynote speaker, work with the United States Olympic team, work with the Marine Corps, Tampa Bay Rays, BMW, U.S. Air Force, Harvard. No, no big deal. I mean, just kind of normal you know, normal run-of-the-mill type of venue. So uh, I, I'm happy that we get to bring you to the really important stuff, the world of freaking dentistry. That's, that's, that's going to be the biggest feather in your cap right there, Jarek. Hey, I'm going to claim it because I, I think dentistry can make or break people's lives around the world. Um, I, was, I lived in a village in Uganda, and I watched people who didn't have access to the proper supplies or education. And, you know, you know as well as I do, infection in your mouth can be one of the quickest causes of someone going down. Yeah, so I, yeah. I think I will claim this feather if you don't mind. Yeah. Uh, and I, I will brag about y'all from this point forward. Yeah, it's true. I appreciate that. I mean, we have a noble profession and most people um, really have a special relationship with their dentist, even uh, statistically speaking, like more trust than, you know, you, uh, well, it's not hard to trust your lawyer more, but legal or <laughs> clergy or anything like that. But yeah, we're, we're, we're blessed to be in a noble, noble profession. Uh, just to give you a little bit of background, Jarek and I know each other on a personal level. He's also my patient. Uh, and Jarek, to tell you, Peter is um, obviously uh, the co-host of the podcast. I actually hijacked him. He had a successful podcast. And I'm like, hey, bro, let me in. And he let me in. And now we're running with this thing. And uh, your book, which is awesome, uh, we've got a book coming out. We're, I don't know if we'll be a number one bestseller because our target is just dentists, whereas your book can help anybody that's thinking uh, or aspiring to become a business owner or even even a better uh, performer in life. So our target's a little lower, but uh, it's good to have you here. And I want to jump right in, if you don't mind, because every time I see you, you leave me scribbling uh, for, with notes and I'm downloading apps, whether it's the breathing app or learning about what to drink in the morning with that smoothie you told me to get and that, the oils that you recommend that I consume. So there's so much here, um, but I want you to dive in with what you think are the most helpful things because today we only have about 35 more minutes. I want to get the most amount of value. So we were talking right before this started. You had some statistics that were pretty disturbing. So if you don't mind, can you jump right into those, Jarek? Sure. And, and let me frame it properly for people. Um, you know, with the stats, let me read these real quick. Uh, 80% of workers feel stress on the job and, and nearly half say they need help in learning how to manage stress, which means if you own your own practice or you have a team of people who work with you, they're feeling stress, 80% of them. So eight out of 10 are feeling stress from the job. Um, and what's crazy, Harvard and a couple other companies who did some research sum this up to a price tag in the U.S., to around $300 billion annually, it's costing companies. And, and job stress is more strongly associated with health complaints 
than financial or family problems. And financial problems are the number one reason couples argue. But, but if job stress is more stressful than even that, it's pretty crazy. And then they made a list of all the things that cost money for a business owner, which is accidents on the job. Dentistry, you definitely don't want those. Uh, absenteeism, people who, who don't show up to work or can't show up because they're sick or ill or, or overly stressed. Employer turnover, so people quitting. Uh, people don't quit a job, they quit a boss. So if they're too much stress from that boss, they're out. Uh, diminished work productivity, this sucks. You know, there, there was a research study done by a friend of mine that showed for every 60 minutes someone works, they only get on average 20 minutes of actual productivity and 40 minutes is lost in something called switch tasking where they're constantly in between two tasks. So the inability to stay focused mentally and emotionally is costing 40 minutes of productivity for every 60 minutes worked, which means if you pay someone for eight hours of work, you don't get eight hours of work out of them. You get 20 minutes out of every hour, which sucks, but that's expensive. And if you keep going, it's a direct medical, legal insurance costs, as well as workers' comp are all a direct result of workplace stress. And so when you think about this as a business, that's, that's expensive, <laughs> like, yeah. uh, according, you know, $300 billion a year annually. Um, now, on the flip side, on the personal side, for someone who's listening, who is, you know, an individual who, they might be a business owner, but they're a solopreneur or just getting started. It's them and one compadre in their business. Um, here's what you want to think about. Uh, I, I did a, re, uh, um, a training for the, the pararescue jumpers who are kind of like um, the smartest, strongest, most capable humans on the planet, in my opinion. Uh, these guys are the PJs of the Air Force. If a plane goes down, these, this is the squad that's going to fly in, fight their way to come find you. They're, one of the dudes is going to take his backpack off, and he's a full medical surgeon that will do medical surgery on you under heavy fire in open conditions save your life, and then they will pack you up and fight their way back out to get you in 60 minutes or less into the golden zone where they have you at a hospital and do full surgery on you. So in my mind, I don't think of anyone who's smarter and more physically, mentally, emotionally resilient and capable than these guys. Now, what's crazy is I was talking to them, and as we were doing a training, we were looking for ways to make them better. And, 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 you know, when I got invited to talk to them, I laughed. I'm like, okay, high performance for these guys. What the hell am I going to say? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. You're the smartest, strongest, fastest, hardest working people on the freaking planet. Like, and, and, and they chested me for two days. You know, they tied me up and threw me in a pool and they called it drown proofing. And they did all kinds of stuff just to show me stuff they go through in training. So I, I really have a deep respect for all the stuff these guys go through. Um, now, in the process, I said, here's what's insane. You got to think about this. In a wartime scenario, if one of y'all was captured by the enemy and they wanted to totally jack you up, like they wanted to do something we call torture you, this is like the worst thing that could happen. And I said, I hate to bring this up because you all go to war. Like you guys are the real deal. You face battles every day. Literally, these guys do. And many of you do who are listening. And I said, if they wanted to totally jack you up, what would they do? And I said, there's certain things they would deprive you of. Number one, sleep. It's, called, it's psychological and emotional torture. It wears you down. It breaks the human spirit. It causes you to not be able to mentally, emotionally, or physically perform at your best. There's all kinds of research on this. It shows if you're sleeping less than six hours a day for multiple days in a row, after two days, it's the equivalent of being psychologically drunk, meaning you think you're doing better, and in actuality, your performance is just going down again and again and again. So, so number one, sleep. They would deprive you of sleep deprivation. It's called torture. Number two, nutrition. 
They would take away your ability to eat things that are healthy and nutritious that give your body lots of fuel and energy. You know, in the movies, they give you a bowl of slop with a little pee and say, good luck. And, and luckily, I've never had to experience this. The guys I met never had to experience this. But, um, you know, if they took away your food and nutrition, it deprives your body of the ability to perform at a high level. So it's, again, torture. It jacks you up. Uh, the final thing they take away if they really, really want to screw you up is they would tie you up and not let you move. And, and if they don't let you move, your body will start, your muscles start to go through atrophy. And then it, you've, if you've ever like slept on your arm wrong and then woken up in the morning and like, where's my arm? Because you can't feel it. Mm -hmm. Now, if they did that to you for three, four, five days, two months, three months, dude, you'd be able to hardly even walk or stand up straight at the end of this process. Now, what's crazy, the reason I'm framing this is in war, we call this torture. As a small business owner, what do we call yeah. this? Normal. We call this grinding, hustling, yeah. working yeah. hard, putting in the hours, all this stuff. We, we even give ourselves like a little badge of honor for doing this kind of shit to ourselves. Now, if someone else does it to you, it's torture. It's the worst thing that can happen in this kind of scenario. You do it to yourself, you give yourself a stamp of approval and a badge of honor and say, hey, I'm tough. Now, what's crazy is we hunt for ways that are the least amount of time invested with the maximum return possible to make sure you're not torturing yourself every day. So we look for things like how do you optimize your sleep? There's a good friend of mine, Sean Stevenson. He wrote a book called Sleep Smarter, 21 different tips on how to optimize your sleep. A couple examples. Number one, um, there's certain plants. I know uh, snake grass and, and something ivy you can put in your room at night. They produce more oxygen at night, so you breathe better. That helps. Number two, blackout curtains. I'm sure you've heard this stuff before. Blackout all the light. Light pollution keeps you awake. Even if your eyes are covered, your skin has receptors that pick up the light and keeps you awake. Drop that stuff. Uh, the next piece I would tell you, monitor your sleep. Track your quality. You want 20% deep sleep, 20% REM sleep. Now, what's interesting, my dad went through a situation where he got high toxicity due to eating a lot of fish, a lot of mercury, heavy metal poisoning. They were able to clear it out of his blood, but they weren't able to clear it out of his brain tissue. And that's a problem. Stroke, heart attack, memory loss, all kinds of really bad shit happens when that occurs. Now, guess what happens? The only way to cleanse the brain, the glial cells, which cleanse your brain, the glymphatic system, like the lymphatic system that does your blood, there's a glymphatic system or glial cells that do your brain tissue. They're most active during REM and deep sleep, mm. meaning your brain cleanses itself when you get high quality sleep. So yeah. memory loss, Alzheimer's, all kinds of stuff like this. And that's important not to stop you, but that's important for dentists because, you know, we, we, a lot of our process is the removal. We vaporize a lot of mercury by the removal or the placement of, of, of amalgam fillings. And so, yes, we're not getting in, we're not ingesting it, but the vapor, it, it passes the blood vein, uh, blood brain barrier. Right. And so, um, yeah. I actually had issues of toxicity. I had no idea about the glial cells being able to purge by increasing REM. Increasing deep yeah. sleep and REM. I was, I had to go through a tox, like a, I guess it was, um, uh, gosh, <coughs> cilantro, cilantro, like a bunch of like yep. stuff to kind of purge and, uh, chlorophyll and, and, yep. and charcoal, all those treatments. Um, that'll get it out of your blood. Blood. It yeah. won't get it out of your brain tissues. Interesting. Okay. You need like six weeks of REM sleep, Peter. Really? Yeah, consistently, like just, four just, hours. Just go in hibernation? Yeah, you don't, you like don't need to be a bear in hibernation, but <laughs> if you track it, start seeing what the difference is and what causes the difference for you. 
Jerry, okay. not to stop you, but what's what you keep pointing? So what do oh, you? Oh, I have a I have a Fitbit. None of these things are perfect. So I have friends who monitor all the sleeping devices, and I'm going to start off by saying all of them are crap. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And <laughs> uh, now, so they don't beat me up for saying that about all of them. They're all great at the same time. Mm -hmm. They're crap because none of them are perfect. Like if you want to do a full sleep study, you got to go to the place where they slap the thing on you and, you know, watch you and monitor you all night and how many times you move and adjust in a laboratory setting. The problem with that is that's not normal. So the closest thing you can get to a normal sleep setting is, and, and they have a ton of these. I use the Fitbit and it gives you a stat every morning. It tells you how many hours of sleep you got. And then it tells you the quality of sleep you got, how many yeah. hours and minutes of REM, what percentage, 30 day ratio, all this stuff how much light sleep, how much deep sleep. And it, and it allows you to compare and contrast day over day and see what in the world is making the difference. Yeah. Yeah. My Garmin does that, by the way. I just, never, I just never wear my watch to bed because like I, I just want to unplug from the electronics off of my body. That's why I got this little skinny one. Cause I had one of those big ass ones. Yeah. And it just irritated. I would literally wake up and find it across the room. Cause I'd wake up half asleep and literally just throw it. Yeah. <laughs> so this little tiny skinny one, works best for me. Other people use sheets or audio monitors. There's all kinds of tools. They all work pretty well. Um, the, the newest one I saw was an aura ring. It's a ring you wear if, you, if you're used to wearing rings and it does even your body heat temperature throughout the night and shows you where your body temperature is, which is another tip, yeah. which is keeping it cool where you sleep. Uh, if you lower the temperature down to, I think the ideal was like 67, 69 degrees, somewhere in there. Yeah. That's a cool temperature, but you need like little socks in case your feet get cold because your extremities get too cold. It'll wake you up. Right. So there's kind of a way to do it, but Sean nails down all those tips. So sleep's number one. Uh, the, the, the next piece, if, if we talked about movement, you know, th this is a way that de-stresses the body. Um, you know, all the endorphins makes you feel good, makes you feel happy, makes you feel strong, builds mental resilience, uh, lowers the chances of disease by 50%. Uh, like there's all kinds of benefits of movement and it doesn't take a lot. Like the, the simplest thing I would tell you, if you don't have a lot of time, get a treadmill desk and, and make it a goal to do five miles a day. And then that way, when you're on calls like these, when you're in your office, be walking, just walk and talk. Um, and, and the other piece is a friend of mine, Ben, uh, Ben Greenfield. So he, he's a badass when it comes to biohacking and neurohacking and all this stuff. We he had goes, him on the podcast. Oh, there you go. He goes a little too far. If you ask me, uh, uh yeah. that guy, yeah, he was doing the podcast in front of like a special light. No, the infrared, yeah. red infrared, the infrared light that's rejuvenating his skin, the juve light. So I love him because he tests out everything and he knows all the best of whatever tech is out there. I'll tell you what, man. It was so much though, Jarek. It's like this, uh, there is, I, I'm listening to all this, but at a certain point, the stress produced around this stuff <laughs> is caustic as well. You're like, oh shit, I get my juve light. Oh my, what do I, I don't have, and then that cortisol release. I'm with you. So Ben, like, I think is, goes too far. This is gluten-free? I'm eating non-gluten-free bread? Are you freaking kidding me? When I knew Ben crossed the line is when he was getting injections into his man parts to yeah. increase oh. different levels of oh, yeah. his body. I was like, dude, way too far. Yeah. Way too far. Yeah. Why? Because I'm going to three days happy. more. Let me get a shot in my... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so, so too far, but he's the guy to go to. If you want to know what works, ask him. He'll tell you. One thing he said about movement of how to get the maximum return for least amount of investment of time, effort, and energy... And we, have, we had him put together a program for us for longevity, strength, and endurance. 
I said, we need all three combined. We want to be able to live a long time. Like I can show you how to get really big, but your lifespan is going to go down. I can show you have lots of endurance, but you're not going to be able to walk in 20 years. <laughs> right. Like I can show you how to get a specific result, but we need all three. We need longevity. We want people to live 110 years in the process of being strong and having lots of endurance. So in talking to him about it, I said, movement wise, so many people sit at desks all day or you, you know, you all as dentists, you're like leaning over all day. That's, that's got to do something to your neck and spine and posture. Yeah. Like you feel that over time. And I said, what's the best thing someone can do? And he said, perpetual movement. I said, what do you mean? He said, instead of thinking you have to do some gut-wrenching 60 minutes of total intensity because I'm going to puke, I worked out so hard once a day kind of crap. He said, you don't have to do that. He said, at most, you need 15 or 20 minutes of like solid kinesthetics, doing planks and push-ups and jumping jacks and stuff like that. He said, besides that, um, the most you need to do is perpetual motion all day. The blue zones where people live the longest around the world, they're in perpetual motion. They're gardening. They're standing up, sitting down, gardening, taking water, pulling stuff, going to meet people, community, like all this stuff. And, and perpetual motion, what he said was, if you look at the way your office or, or dental practice is set up in this case, look for little things you can put around the office that every time you pass them, you do the exercise involved with them. So in his office, he says he might put a kettlebell on the ground against the wall. And every time he goes past it, he goes from the ground to the ceiling, sets it down. From the ground to the ceiling, sets it down, keeps walking. That's it. If you do that all day long, you're activating and reactivating all the little bits and pieces of your, your muscle and body and keeping yourself alive and functioning so that the blood is flowing to all the different parts. If you stop moving a piece of you long enough, and chiropractors have this now, the little heat thing where they can go on your spine and they can tell you what part hasn't been active in a long time. It starts to go cold, meaning there's no blood flow in that part of your body and the tissue and cells start to die off. So the same thing happens. If, if, if you're not moving certain bits and pieces of you, eventually it starts to go cold and eventually it starts to atrophy and die off. And then when you try to use it in your 40s or 50s, or 60s or 70s, all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, my shoulder doesn't work. Like, well, no shit. You haven't used it for 40 years. Come on, dude. And, you know, it's and interesting that you're saying, uh, Jarek, sorry to catch you, but so U.S. News and World Report has uh, like the best jobs, uh, you know, best careers every year. And dentist is always, dentist and dental hygienist has always been like in the top 10. But one of the dental hygienists slipped down recently to like maybe 15 or 20 out of the top 100. And the reason why was not enough movement in the office. And Jarek, you've been, both of you guys have been in my office. We built it with the idea that you have to move. So we have a hallway that's probably 280 feet. Most dental offices do not have that. But we are walking the first week or couple of weeks I was in my office, I was going to bed at night. My legs were sore. And because I was just walking so much and we, we tend to not think about that stuff. A dental offices are usually built for efficiency, like how few steps you have to walk. Yeah, it's true. So I should be, it's almost like a kitchen, like the, the, and when they design a kitchen, it's all in a functional triangle. So you don't have to move. So for dentists out, dentists out there, think about um, designing, if you're thinking about building a new office, think about ways that you can have a circulation such that you have to walk more or daylight. 
daylight's such a big thing. Like if you can introduce more daylight into your office, 85% of our office is exposed to daylight, but there's simple things you can do in your office. Even if you have a dental office in a strip mall, you can use something they call a solar tube, which is a tubular daylighting device, bringing real daylight into your operatories. And that affects purchasing decisions and general feedback. I mean, daylight's huge. If you bought a pet canary, you put it by the window. Why as human beings do we not have exposure to daylight? So, so it, also helps, it also helps with your sleep quality. So vitamin D and daylight, if you get out first thing in the morning, it puts your hormone cycle in the right balance. So first thing in the morning, as soon as the sun's coming up, if you get outside and take a 20, 30, 40 minute walk and let the sun hit your skin, it gets your hormone cycles regulating and moving properly so that at night, it puts you into the cycle where you go to sleep. Um, and, we all screw the, and we all screw that one up big time, by the way, because what do we do at 10 p.m. when we're about to go to sleep? Pick up our smartphone. I'm, I'm sure you're not doing that, Jarek, but I've got a major problem that in the evening, my circuit, I'm slowing down, I'm feeling good. Let me just check an email or two or maybe go on Instagram for five minutes. Yeah. I wind up, you know, two hours later, fully stimulated. The blue light. Yeah. So the blue light. And, and most people are familiar with this by now. We've seen the cool orange glasses and all that gadgets. I'm not. Um, there's a few tips. There's a program on your computer, F.L.U.X., F.L.U.X. It takes the blue light out of your entire computer screen from the inside out, which is awesome. Uh, if you have an iPhone, you can turn off all the blue screens, which mine's permanently off. People pick up my phone like, why is it orange? Yeah. <laughs> because I don't want blue light around me. Um, but, but Sorry, how do you do that, guys? I want to I do that, and I want the other people that are listening to be able to avail so themselves. Go to settings. Right, well, Derek, you can... Um, yeah, display, go for it. Display. Display and brightness. And then see where it says night shift? Okay, so display, brightness, night turn, shift. Yeah. Turn the color to... Um, um, more warm, more right? Warm. More warm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I already... Uh, and yeah. then you schedule it. You can schedule it. Like, uh, yeah, I had, I had that already. Okay. Yeah. But it's permanent. You can change it from like all the time being on. Got it, got it. Hmm? Got it. So did I, did I say that right, Derek? Yeah, nailed it. Okay. And so you, you can turn it completely off, which is a game changer. And, and so these are other things. Those help with your sleep. It also helps um, in all other areas of your life. So this next piece I would talk about, so sleep, movement. Let's go into my... Mindfulness, because we talk about reducing stress. So there's two things when it comes to mindfulness. One, you mentioned breathing, which we'll do, we'll do a couple of breathing examples together. But two, I'm going to call it brain training. Why? Because when you call it meditation, people go, oh, I've tried that shit before. I talked to myself for 20 minutes with my eyes closed. It didn't work. <laughs> I get it. Um, so let's go into brain training. Let me, let me move this real quick because it's supporting the device. There's this awesome little device called Muse. It's a headband. Oh, my you God, dude. Sorry, that, uh, I, I've cut you up nine times, so Jarek, just get used to it. You'll, you'll punish me next time you see me at the office with a 20-minute plank. But Hey, P.S., when I show up places like Dr. Spodak's office to get my teeth worked on, oftentimes you'll find him in a plank in the hallway before the <laughs> 200 steps because I want to make sure he's doing the exercises necessary to keep him at his best before he has a chance to work on me. He made me do the five-minute plank challenge. I, I was sore for like a week and a half. But I, sorry to cut you, and I won't cut you off again. But literally, Peter, yeah, this morning – yeah, I will cut you off. But literally, Peter, this morning is like, bro, you got to get Muse. So I'm, it, it's like divine guidance here. So go, go on. Let's talk about that. So, so here's what's fun. Um, busy people, smart people, and I'll, I'll give you a client example. I have a client who used to train the snipers for the Navy SEALs. And so, you know, I, I helped him scale his business from seven figures to eight figures. He's a very smart guy, very talented human being. 
Now, when he taught me in one of his books, he talks about focus. It's the topic of the whole book. And he says, as a SEAL, specifically a sniper in the SEALs, there's two things you got to be able to do. You have to be able to stay laser focused on the task at hand, what you're trying to accomplish, yet aware of the environment around you. Because you got to think of the, the, the purpose. You're on a rooftop. You're a sniper. You're here to do a job. If you're not laser focused on the target, you're going to miss and your team's going to hate you because someone's going to die or get hurt or something crazy is going to happen. So lives are on the line if you don't focus. Now, yeah. on the other side, if you don't pay attention to the chaos around you, your life is on the line because some dude with a gun can sneak up behind you and shoot you. Mm -hmm. So that's insane. Like you have to be totally aware of the chaos around you and laser focus at the exact same time. I don't know about you, but as a business owner, <laughs> you got to be totally aware of all the chaos that's going on in your business. Otherwise, something will put you under and you got to be laser focused on the one task at hand, the patient sitting right in front of you. Mm -hmm. How do you practice this? Where's the school we go to that says, hey, we're going to make lots of noise and chaos and craziness and ah, but be aware of it, but don't let it distract you. And the only thing I found that helps that is meditation. Now, when I bring up the topic of meditation to business owners, most of them roll their eyes and say, I've tried that shit before. It didn't work. I closed my eyes, talked to myself for 20 minutes and I got nothing. So finally, there was this great team up in Canada that came up with a device called Muse that actually measures your brain waves and gives you biofeedback in the process of doing this called brain training. And what happens is you put the little headband on, you start the app and you go. Now, as you go, when you're able to completely quiet your mind and be focused, regardless of the chaos around you, noise, kids, planes, automobiles, whatever's going on around you, if you're able to focus and clear your mind, you get little birds chirping as a reward. The moment you have thoughts go into your brain, you get thunderstorms and lightning bolts and winds to tell you that you have a storm in your mind. And you practice training yourself to clear the storm and get the points. They've been using this in Chicago in university studies with little kids who have ADD or ADHD and are on heavy meds. They've been able to massively reduce, if not completely eliminate the medication and have better results in focus and the ability for kids to perform in the classroom with three minutes a day of practice. And they don't tell the kids it's meditation. They tell them it's a game. Get as many birds as you can and you win a prize. And the kids learn how to get the birds. And the only way you get the birds is learn how to focus your mind. Now, here's what it looks like. It gives you feedback. So not only does it do that, if you have a shitty session, like this one was on April 26th for me, um, you see your brain waves are all over the place. Um, they go bananas. Yeah. They just like, sure? do, 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 do. Did we talk about this like maybe like six, eight months ago? Oh, we did. Office? And I'm glad someone finally convinced you you need to get it. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm like now, that, by the way. It's so it, annoying. If you crush it, this is what your brain waves look like. I'm going to crush it. And so if you look at the difference is every day and, and you know, it's the difference. It shows you, it gives you instant feedback. Now for our personal clients, we track this shit daily. I want to know wow. when they're able to clear their mind. Cause if you start the day and I say for 10 minutes, Craig, I want you to give your best effort, every ounce of effort you can. I want you to clear your mind for 10 minutes this morning. That's it. That's all I need you to do. Now, if, if I get your feedback and your shit's like this and you can't clear your mind, even with your best effort, I know your performance is going to go down today. 100%. You can't even clear your mind with your best effort. Now, if, if you do it and it's clear, no problem. I go on to the next device, which is a little thing I told you about called Spire. It tracks your breathing pattern all day. It tells you if you're calm, tense, or focused. 
So the next thing Spell is that, Jared. S-P-I-R-E. Oh, okay. And their website is spire.io.com. So spire.io. They're out of San Francisco. They do all the research at Stanford. <coughs> and with these guys, the little thing goes on your belt, and it just tracks your breathing all day. And based on your breath pattern, they can tell you when you're tense, when you're calm, and when you're focused. Now, we track all this all day long for our clients as well. And think of this. Let's say no matter what you do, you just you can't clear your mind with shit first thing in the morning. You just have a million thoughts going on. You're stressed out. Something happened. You're frustrated. You're worked up. And then you get to the office and you're sitting down to go work with a patient. And all of a sudden it goes, and you look down and it says, you've been tense for 20 minutes. Cool. Now here's what's crazy. When you, when you recognize this tense means your body's in fight or flight. You're emotionally reacting to stimuli around you instead of logically thinking about what's going on. Yep. Someone comes into your door and says, hey, you know, so-and-so didn't do X that they said they were going to do yesterday. What do you think I should do? Now, the way you're about to react to your team has nothing to do with an intelligent and logical response because you're emotionally triggered. You're in a place of fight or flight. You're just going to react emotionally, which if you make too many emotional business decisions, and let me put it this way, if you could take back the three worst decisions you've ever made in business, how much money would you have back in your pocket? Yeah. A Usually a lot of zeros are involved. Now with yeah. that, were any of those decisions made logically or were they all emotional reactions? No, yeah. there was adrenal fatigue probably, you know? Yeah, exactly. always in the heat of the moment. Always. So what's interesting is even if you bought the stupid little $70 thing and put it on your belt and the next time you have to make an important decision, just look down and make sure you're not stressed, you're going to save yourself a shit ton of money. And that is a technical term. Shit. The spire. Huge. Put that Huge on your next time. Money. All right. So that's, that's, your, that's your business hack. Next time you have a decision, get a spire wait, 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 put wait. it on your belt. So the spire, I'm just, as, as you're talking, I'm looking at Amazon. Is it the spire stone stress management and activity tool? That's the one. Okay, cool. The funny thing is, is in my office, you know, I don't have, I, I don't have anything like that uh, yet. I'm going to, I'm listening to you this time, Jarek, and I'm getting both of these things. But, um, uh, you know, my team always says, are you okay? I'm like, well, yeah, why? Like you, you, you are stressed because we can hear by the way you're walking. Like we, they say you have a walk and energy, the way your feet hit the ground when you're stressed. So that type but of, you know, to put this in numbers, remember Harvard and other researchers say $300 billion a year annually in costs because of people overly stressed accidents, absenteeism, employee turnover, diminished productivity, direct medical, legal insurance costs. Workers' comps, all because of this stuff and not being monitored or, or you know, simple tools that can help you prevent it. And, and, you know, as well as I do, preventive medicine is the game. So yeah. don't catch it after it happened and you have a weird, you know, heart attack at the office and figure out, what the hell, I'm only 30-something years old. Why would this happen to me? No, prevent that shit. It's totally preventable. So do you it, wear that all day, Jerk? Um, I, I do. And, and um, I hate to say it, we're in the middle of moving right now. So my spire is in my office desk that is mm -hmm. on a truck going across the country. I just realized <laughs> I looked oh, down wow. for it. I looked at my office. I'm like, oh, yeah, all my shit's gone. <laughs>
This is the opportunity to learn everything we've accumulated over the last 20 years of dentistry and business management. We're leaving it all on the table. There's nothing to sign up for afterwards. This is just two days of intense learning and mastermind sessions. We strongly encourage you to bring someone in your office that's a stakeholder, not just an employee, but someone that's actually following you and treats your business as their own. Because if you come back from this thing all fired up and you don't have your first follower or someone to help implement, it's gonna be very difficult. So once again, October 12th and 13th at the beautiful St. Regis Hotel in Atlanta. Registration is filling up very, very quickly and the tickets are almost sold out. So go to Bullet proofdentalpractice.com forward slash summit and reserve your spot today. See you soon, people. So you mentioned that you do Muse. Like what else is your, like, do you have a routine? I'm sure you do every morning that kind of sets you. Oh my God. Yeah, sure. And Um, like, and is it like, I've talked to some guys and there's like, you know, the routine is like a damn hour. I'm like, no one, you can't commit to that in perpetuity kind of thing. It's just too hard for, for me. Uh, so I would love to hear yours and hopefully it's a condensed, like, you know, actionable thing we can commit to. Sure. Um, I, I, I can give you the full one and I can give you one that can be done in like two minutes. Yeah, yeah, for the sake of time, because I know you got a hard stop in just a couple minutes. Let's I do want- the short one. So here, here's the short one. I would yeah. wake up and do three minutes of muse. So just throw it on, tabula rasa, clear mind. Start with a clear slate, meaning anything that's left over from yesterday, clear that shit out before you even start today. So clear first thing in the morning. Like first thing, first thing. Wake up, reach over, or, or go, you know, have a special meditation place, a chair in your room, a little Got place. It. Go there, slap it on, do the three minutes and just clear your mind with the breathing. And you're gonna have to practice breathing there. Uh, if you want, Spire has a boost of calm breathing or energizing breathing. It's a little piece of the app. You hit boost and you just breathe with it and mm. it'll help you monitor your breathing to get into that physiological state. So there's two different things you could do to start the day. From there, go straight to the shower and take a three-minute ice cold shower. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. As cold as that shit can get because oh. the colder the better. Um, now, this is from Mr. Wim Hof, who's also a teacher in one of our programs. And, and, and what we're doing is we're activating the adrenal glands and my friend – Dr. Andrew, who runs the neuroscience lab at Stanford, or one of the guys there who runs a piece of it, um, he termed this super performance or the ability to activate all the benefits of fight or flight without any of the negative consequences or side effects. What does that mean? Your adrenaline fires, your eyes get more focused, your body burns sugar, you know, burns fuel better, um, you, your muscles tense up to keep your veins from being exposed, from bleeding out if a lion were to attack you all the benefits of fight or flight. So you turn into a superhuman version of yourself without any of the negative stress side effects that'll eventually tear you down or burn you out. So you can access that with three minutes of an ice cold shower. If you've never done it before, ease into it. Don't give yourself a freaking heart attack. So ease into the cold showers, but get to a point where you can do three minutes of as cold as it goes. Now, if you're in the Southern part of the United States and you're whining about how cold it is, I'm gonna laugh at you in the face because if you wanna experience cold, Go to the northern part of Canada in the winter and turn on the water and, and it'll feel like a brick wall punches you in the face even if your finger touches it. It's so damn cold. So mm-hmm. Canadians, I salute you. People uh-huh. in London and Sweden and Stockholm, y'all are brave and bold and ballsy. Um, 
So, so I've learned southern part of the U.S. is not cold. It feels cold to us because we have thin blood, but yeah. make yourself stronger. So, so, do, so you never, do you never convert over to the hot? Um, so here's the other part. It depends on what you're doing it for. I was with you until this one. I hate that. <laughs> so here's the other piece. If you want to activate fat burning, uh, you, you can do cycles. So do 30 seconds of cold, right back to hot. 30 seconds of cold, right back to hot. That'll activate the brown fat burning mechanism in our body, which will help burn off extra fat. If you've got you know, a little chub around the, the stomach or a fat tire, any of those things, a muffin top, I don't know what they're called anymore. Uh, but if you yeah. have one of those. Craig, what do you call it? Uh, I call my belly. Thanks, Peter, okay, okay. for insulting me. I knew it was only a matter of time before I got an insult. So thank you, Peter. I only took 40 minutes this time. But, but if you have one of those or any bit, any bits and pieces, you're trying to look good for a bodybuilding competition and burn off the extra fat, you can go into a fat burning cycle by doing 20 seconds of cold, you know, go back to warm, 30 seconds of cold, back to warm, 20 seconds of cold, back to warm. And then that cycle factor makes it a little bit easier as well. Uh, but the truth is once you get used to it, it's not bad at all. It really isn't. It's all in your head. Um, if you want to use something from a, a sister from another mother, Mel Robbins, who is not related, but she's awesome, um, you can use the five, four, three, two, one, go. Our brains like to talk a lot of shit and come up with all kinds of fear. The only difference between fear and faith is fear is focusing on the shit that can go wrong. Faith is focusing on what could go right. Only difference. So have a little faith, count to five, five, four, three, two, one, and then just go and get in there. And within 15 to 17 seconds, you'll be fine. The first 15 to 17 seconds is shock. Your body will go, <gasps> and you'll be like, I want it off, I want it off, I want it off. Now, this is where breathing comes in. If you've ever done any kind of martial arts or yoga, you want to do deep kind of like chi breathing, that kind of stuff. And if you just do that for 15 seconds, all of a sudden you'll feel fine on the other side of it. So just a quick uh, housekeeping question. On the Spire, uh, the Muse Inspire, are you using those apps in conjunction for those three minutes or either or? Either or. Okay, got it. But that, that's, a, that's a super duper ridiculously simple quick thing. Do the breathing or meditation, hit the ice cold shower. You will be at a super version of yourself within three minutes, six minutes, within 10 minutes or less. That's, awesome. that's all you could get done in the morning. Those two, like those three things combined. No, no, wait. Either of the first two and the cold. Don't try to skip the cold and say, well, I did the breathing and the meditation. Like bullshit. Get yeah. the cold. Yeah, it's so funny. I have such bullshit excuses on the uh, cold water here because I live in southern Florida and our freaking cold is not cold. It's, it's like not cold. And it still bothers me. So I got a man we up. You should on sign it. up for Wim Hof's course in northern Europe and go do it together. And then you'll come home and this will be hot water to you when you turn it on cold. You'll be like, it's hot. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, Jarek, I want to be respectful of your time. How are we doing? Because I know it's. Uh, you get a call in about 10 minutes. Um, so we uh, spend maybe one or two minutes and wrap it up. Is that cool? Yeah, let's wrap it up. Cool. Um, well, I just want to um, also point out to the audience, uh, it's really valuable to follow you on Instagram and Facebook because I know we can go to jerekrobbins.com. We'll put the uh, website in the show notes and we can engage you for performance co uh, coaching and stuff like that, which is incredibly valuable. But you're also the guy that's giving it tons of value away. Um, you know, your live videos that are routinely done are just so incredibly rich with uh, like the stuff that we're talking about now. So I want to thank you for paying it forward to everybody doing that. Um, is there anything else that we, that you want to add to this last moment here? Or? I'll, I'll throw this out there. If anyone, I gave you a copy of the course that talks about all this stuff. 
Um, and, and we sell it anywhere between, you know, they'll flash sell it for 10 bucks off of Udemy every now and then. I don't control that. They do. Um, but we sell it all the way up to 200 bucks is the value of the course that we have on there. And, and if people listening want a discount, um, you know, 27 bucks seems good enough to, to awesome. go check it out. Uh, it, just go to highperformance27.com. So highperformance27.com. It'll cut, the, cut it down to 27 bucks for you. Um, and, and, you know, grab a copy for you and your team. And it talks about all this stuff. Sean Stevenson's in the program talking about sleep. Wim Hof's in there talking about the breathing and cold. Uh, ben Greenfield's in there talking about the nutrition and the, the perpetual motion and all the science behind it and what to eat and how to do it. Has a 12-week meal plan, a 12-week exercise plan of what to do every day. Uh, awesome. And then I'm on there talking about meaning, purpose, um, and all the other good stuff. And this so, was the longevity too, like you're talking about the longevity plan, right? Yep, that's, yeah. that's Ben Greenfield. So he, he, okay. the nutrition plan he put together is based on endurance, strength, and longevity. And then the, also the movement plan. So, yep. so, you know, he obviously could put together a workout that would just kill you every day and you wouldn't be able to walk in three days. Um, but we asked him to put together something that would take 20 minutes or less a day that if people only did this 20 minutes of, of working out, they, they would get stronger, they would have more physical endurance, and they would, they would live a very long time because they took very well, you know, very good care of their body in the process. Awesome. Uh, just out of curiosity, is that, is that limited? Can we offer it to the entire viewership of the podcast, that, web, that link? No, everybody. Go okay, for it. Awesome, buddy. Appreciate that. Well, listen, I know you got to go, but uh, that was freaking... I want to get you back on because I have so many follow-up questions. <laughs> From this, because I love this stuff. I mean, I was the one who got got Ben uh, Ben on just because I follow him as, as training. But I I literally could deep dive into this. Like I had my entire genome mapped, Jarek, out yep. in uh, out in San Diego actually at La Jolla at Health Nucleus. Yep. Um, I went out there and did that pioneer. I did that program as a kind of a pioneer. And so like I'm all about like I'm all about this stuff. So I I, I would love to have a conversation with you. Um, and that, that might be optional listening, though, for some. some yeah. Well, that Udemy, that Udemy course that he's offering goes deep into all this stuff. Okay. I mean, it's, it's um, for people who are like biohackers, mm -hmm. it's for new people. Like if you're a hardcore biohacker, it's going to touch on things that you've probably are familiar with, but give you a handful more tips. If this is new stuff to you and you're like, well, this sounds interesting, that course will rock your damn world. Okay. So just careful of Craig on the, on we go deep and all that stuff only because I know the pro biohackers will give me instant feedback and call bullshit on deep. Okay. For most people it's deep. It's deep for, for like true, true Ben Greenfield style biohackers. Like Ben would be like, yeah, it's cool. You touch the main stuff. It's good. Um, but, but we get wonderful feedback on that program. They freaking love it. I'm just I mean, making sure for the yeah, right. For what it's worth, all that shit blew my mind. So, I mean. Yeah. Do you do uh, Bulletproof Coffee? So, are you a Dave Asprey fan? So, here's the challenge. Um, Viome. I'm a huge fan of Viome, the gut bacteria test to figure out what to put in your body. And, and this again, this is awesome because they do, like, you, you take a poop sample, which is the most beautiful thing in the world, and you mail it to the company. The they bacteria. analyze the bacteria that's living in your stomach, and then they tell you, based on what's going on in your little ecosystem here, Here's the best things for your body. Um, coffee and cheese and dairy are not good for my, my body. Ah, okay. And so what sucks is some of the awesome, amazing biohacks available by all these guys, they don't jive with, with my bacteria. They're not biocompatible, yeah. No, which sucks because I'm like, oh, that's amazing. And look at all the benefits. And I get so hyped up over this stuff. 
And, and I'll tell you, let me open it real quick. My superfoods for my biology are arugula, apple, sauerkraut, cucumber, and cabbage. Which I'm like, okay, if you say so. Like, these were not things high on my list of shit to eat in life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apple, maybe. Cucumber's okay, but cabbage, sauerkraut, and arugula? I'm like, really? Where did this crap like, come Sounds from? Sounds like you were German in a past life. Yeah, maybe. But then here's the stuff that it says don't eat. And this is important. It gives you a list of red, which is do not put this shit in your body for my bacteria. And let me tell you some of the good ones that kind of blew my mind. Dates, beet sugar, uh, maple syrup, margarine, molasses, wheat, white rice. These are all things that are technically healthy. Yeah. You know? I was doing bodybuilding for, for a year and a half. White rice is a staple for, for the bodybuilders. Like, Plain white rice, plain salmon or chicken or whatever. Like that's a do not put in my body. And when yeah. I stopped eating it, all of a sudden more energy, felt better, looked better, skin cleared up. I was like, wow, shit, I didn't know. Wow. And, and so I'm a huge fan of, of and you, you, you probably agree with this, but being very specific on testing what it takes to get your body to perform at its best. Yep. Um, when people make blank, blanket statements and say, this is good for everybody, I call bullshit. Um, you know, do your homework, go get your blood allergen tested, go get your poop tested, go get all this stuff, get your DNA tested. I, I'm, I'm actually in the process of ordering a couple more tests to see if they all agree or if they're all, if they all disagree, I'm, I'm going to punch somebody, but they hopefully <laughs> will yeah. mostly agree on what the good stuff is. I'm having my telomeres tested right now. Yep. That's uh, awesome. Before you, before you guys go down the rabbit hole of geeking out over the biohacking <laughs> shit that now I'm at the, the, the viewership's Sorry. popping off. Jarek, you got a roll, man. I really appreciate you being so generous with your time, as always. And uh, it was awesome to have you here. And thanks for dumbing it down for us dentists to get some value here. For sure. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks, awesome. Jared. I appreciate it, bud. Peter, Guy, Craig, thanks for having me. Hopefully, thank everyone you, listening, thank you for sharing a little life with us. Hi, right, man. Awesome. Thanks for listening to the Bulletproof Dental Practice Podcast. We'd love to hear your thoughts about this episode. Please rate and review us on iTunes or your favorite podcast source. Check out BulletproofDentalPractice.com for video interviews and text BULLETPROOF to 345-345 to stay connected to us for special announcements. Have a great day.